Thanks for tuning into our podcast. We love having you here, and it's our mission to bring you all the latest and greatest tips, skills, and know-how to make you the best that you can be. We know that you have it in you, and we're going to show you how. Now, now, let's get started. Well, hi again, everybody, and welcome back to the Consistently Fit Podcast. My name is Jim Burns, and I thank you for listening today, and I certainly hope you get a lot out of this podcast. Um, You know, we were anti-bullying 101, and we're still involved in trying to stop the bullying epidemic, but we really have discovered a lot over the course of the last, I'm going to say, five years, and that is this. That people who are fit physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually have a way better outlook on life and are more apt to treat others with kindness and respect. Simple as that. You know, I, you know, my little business is called Be Simply Fit because it is simple. Second, those who are fit in those areas mentioned have a much higher self-esteem. I mean, you have to. You feel good emotionally. You're looking good physically. You feel connected to nature. You got uh, good relationships going on, and you're doing pretty well. And your self-esteem goes up. And when you love yourself, you love others much more freely. And you're less apt to be disrespectful, rude, discourteous, and bully. So we're trying to get people fit. That's what we want to do. We want to get them healthy. I believe that part of the problem that we have today in schools is we have a lack of school health. And by that I mean you have people in the school is the building. But what happens to the people inside that building is more important. And you have to be aware of where each kid is physically. Look at you you know as well as I do that teenage obesity, diabetes and probably other illnesses are really affecting our young people today. They are inactive or they're active enough but then they become couch potatoes and I think there's a lot of lot to be said for that. Kids participate in a in an activity, then once the activity's over, they lay around. They don't stay active enough. And adults do the same thing. They go to the gym, it's over. They don't have to do anything for the uh, for at least one day. When they go back to like on they went Monday, then they go Wednesday. Physical movement and activity needs to be built into your day. And I'm going to keep repeating that. And I know I've said it before, but it's very true. You got to build walking into your day. You have to build a little strength training into your day, and so on, because these are the things that keep you consistently fit. It's no joke what's going on in school. And you have kids who, 
you know, uh, who aren't physically fit, they're also not emotionally fit. They are. They have all kinds of intra and interpersonal problems that they can't deal with. They ha- they need help. Uh, we have more kids today on medication. They are depressed. They're manic. They're bipolar. They have all kinds of difficulty. And anxiety is the key word today. Everybody's anxious. I don't know what you're worried about, but I guess when you're not taught how to deal with stuff, you tend to become more anxious because everything is a brand new event. So you become anxious the minute you get faced with something that you've never faced before. There is a word. It's called equity. And from a standpoint of emotional equity, that what it is is it's dealing with a situation for which you have no reference point. And a little kid entering school for the very first time is looking for some emotional equity. They're looking for a way to deal with things that they've never dealt with before. And I'm sorry to say this, but sometimes we have to let them struggle a little bit to find their way because if they don't, what will happen is mom and dad will always be doing things for them and then they're going to have a big problem when mom and dad aren't around. And then we have the mental dimension, which we've spoken about ad infinitum, you know, helping kids become more learned and sit and read a book rather than be on their phone or their iPad. And then the spiritual dimension is the piece that kind of connects it all because once you get connected spiritually, and I don't, I'm not preaching religion here. What I'm saying is you get outside, you look at the trees, you take, you do a little bit of yoga, you meditate, you do a bunch of things that help you get outside of yourself and look up and say, wow, somebody or something is put this together and it really is beautiful. So those are the dimensions that we look at. Today we're going to be looking at the physical dimension. And I want to just share with you a little story. When we were, when I was a kid, and I'm going to go back now uh, 50 years, because <laughs> I'm 60. Eight. I'm going to be 69 next month. And everybody wanted to have big biceps. They wanted to have round shoulders. Uh, nobody even thought of uh, their legs. They didn't. Nobody liked doing squats. Uh, they all wanted to have a six-pack, meaning their abs were all developed. And they never thought of anything but biceps, shoulders, the six-pack, and the chest. So there you have bench press, which is a very good exercise, by the way. You have shoulder presses. You have um, bicep curls. And you probably have a rowing motion in there somewhere. But these are isolation moves. They're isolation moves. And what we've discovered here at Consistently Fit is this. Instead of doing isolation moves, we are far, far, far better off 
doing something that's called compound exercises. Compound exercises are exercises that engage more than one muscle group while you're doing it. Now, I discovered three exercises that I do every day. Not every day. I take that back. I do that twice a week. Do them twice a week. And if I want to do um, something else outside of these three exercises, I just use a different piece of equipment. And here are the three exercises that I believe will keep you consistently fit and very simply fit for the rest of your life. Number one, the deadlift. But I'm going to add something here. It's called the hex bar deadlift. You, you have a, a hex bar is nothing more than a bar that you stand in. And you end up squatting down, grabbing the handles, which are at your side of this bar. And you stand up and throw your shoulders back. That's a deadlift. And those of you who are not familiar with it, anytime you pick up a bag of mulch outside or a bag of topsoil or you have to move heavy things out on your property or you're moving furniture, you are doing a deadlift. The, the one nice thing about compound exercises is that they are functional. They're functional. See, you don't engage your biceps with every act, with every exercise that you do, but if you, if you or, or everything that you do, um, let's say in terms of movement every day, you engage your legs, your back, you engage your chest a little bit, you engage your abs a little bit, you engage your shoulders a little bit. But when you think of a deadlift, it engages all of that all at once. All of it all at once. Now, once you stand up, you can go into something from the standing position into a squat from that position. You just squat back down, but you don't let the bar touch the ground. And you hold it to allow the tension, the time on tension to be in your thighs. So now we've worked our back, our legs, our chest. We've worked our shoulders to a degree from holding onto the bar, our forearms because we have to hold tight. When we get down into that squat position, when we go knees over toes, we are stretching our calves. We're stretching the front of our calf, which is... Um, your shin basically but there's muscle tissue there that attaches to the shin the calf muscle is the soleus and the gastrocnemius but you you are stretching those and stretching the front of your uh, of the front of your calf so you're doing you're doing a lot of work with one exercise why is this important because if you do this you're going to remain fit. 
when you think that you know you're gonna go somewhere and you will your biceps will grow if you keep doing curls there's no doubt about it but i've got something else that you can do that's, that's probably far better than just doing curls and i'll share some of these other exercises with you these are the three that have helped me the next one is the squat and i'll call it the sandbag squat you know it's hard to get as you get older i'm 69 it's hard to get a barbell over your head and when you don't have a squat rack but if you have a sandbag that you and you can buy sandbags that are designed for what I'm going to share with you for squats you fill it up with 40 or 50 pounds of sand okay it has two handles on the side you squat down you pick it up to your shins you begin to rock it slightly and you throw it up over your shoulders it's not hard it can be done it's not hard I can do it I'm old and you keep it there and it rests on your shoulders quite nicely it's kind of cushioned it doesn't hurt like a bar digging into the back of your neck and you can keep it there to do multiple sets of squats now i used to take this sandbag to the park and walk a mile with it on my back which i still can do and that's after quadruple bypass i can still do it the bottom line is you're when you're doing these squats you're building your core your legs your glutes your hamstrings your back all of these muscles are engaged just with the, this one exercise it's a compound exercise meaning it's engaging more than one muscle at a time and then the last one that i do routinely is a rowing motion bent over rows it works your biceps your shoulders your back your hams your hamstrings to a degree and it helps keep those muscles strong it works three or four muscles simultaneously you can use a dumbbell or you can use a barbell and any one of these exercises you can look them up online by the way I'm going to be creating a short five-hour course that's going to be going over much of what I'm speaking to you about today. Okay, how to get simply fit and how to stay consistently fit. So look for that. I'll put that in pod, my podcast descriptions as we move along. So those are my three exercises. Now let me give you... A couple others that I've discovered from the squat standpoint and you will get worn out from this and I wouldn't recommend doing this any more than a minute if you can do it for a minute you take a set of dumbbells you hold them as if you're gonna press them over your head Then what you do is you go into a squat position and on the rise, press the dumbbells over your head. That is known as a squat thrust. A squat thrust. The next one that I'm going to share with you is a squat curl. You're going to squat and then from the, the when you begin to rise you're going to curl 
the the uh, dumbbells up like you were doing a lateral you were doing a bicep curl that's another exercise then you have the squat lateral raise where you hold the, the the dumbbells in front of you squat down when you come up raise your arms to the side now make sure you use weight that's uh, appropriate and if you have any issues at all please contact your doctor before you start any exercise program Then you have what I will call kind of like a, a terrific exercise that I, I saw many years ago. And it was part of it was part of a program that went the way of the buffalo. And I don't know why, but the program was called Heavy Hands. It was basically learning how to walk and do exercises with very small hand weights. And it was developed by a guy named Dr. His, uh, well, I know his name was Dr. Schultz. I think it, was doc it wasn't Dr. Carl Schultz, but it was Dr. Schultz. He developed this program. Wonderful program. If you happen to get online, you want to look it up, look it up. But he had an exercise that was called ski polling. And what it was, was you're standing straight up with the weights at your side, hand weights, use light weight. You bring your arm straight overhead in front of you. You're almost doing a lateral raise, but your palms are, point, are pointing toward your, uh, your legs. They're not, uh, they're not knuckle up. They're, they're palms facing like you'd be holding dumbbells in your hand. You bring them over your head, and then you squat down. And as you pass, you bring the weights past your knee. You bend over and do a, a tricep extension. You are ski polling. That's what he called it. It is a marvelous exercise. And I think everyone should afford themselves the opportunity to do this because this will keep you in shape as well. And if you can do five minutes of ski polling, five minutes of squat thrusts, and maybe uh, five minutes of a lateral raise, and then throw in other stuff throughout the week, you're going to stay in pretty good shape. And by other stuff, I mean walking and... Um, maybe doing an interval work once in a while where you walk a little faster, you know, and so on. I was just in Florida visiting my my daughter, and I, I did bring a rope with me, so I did jump rope, um, but I knew that I was going to be involved with more steady-state stuff than, be, than, I was, than I normally am. And by steady state, I mean walking so your heart rate is at one, is at one pace, steady state heart rate. So what I did is I walked almost twice as much as I normally would have walked because it was great exercise and Florida was nice this time of year and you could walk up to the ocean and you could walk around town. We were in Cocoa Beach and Cocoa Beach, everyone's biking or walking. So that's what we did, and I walked, and I probably walked on most days probably 15,000 steps, which is basically seven miles, seven and a half miles, and I came home, and I, I'm not going to kid you, I ate a lot while I was there, and I lost two pounds. Steady state exercise, it helps, it's good, 
It'll keep you burning calories. And when you have no alternative, no alternative, well, I jumped rope for sure. But if there was no other alternative but that, there is no excuse not to exercise. And when you, so if you take anything away from this episode of Consistently Fit, it's this. Do compound exercises. And if you have having difficulty with it, look it up online or wait for my course or what, however you want to do it. And walk as much as you can. And you will remain consistently fit for life. You got to watch your diet to a degree and you got to want to and you got to want to do the exercise. I would recommend no more in terms of the compound egg than twice a week. And walk three times, walk a lot, walk three to four times a week and take a day off and you will stay in remarkable shape. It's a great program. So give this a try. Give it a try. I think you'll be very happy that you did and I think you will remain Simply Fit, and Consistently Fit. My name is Jim Burns. You've been listening to the Consistently Fit podcast. I thank you for your time. I thank you for your attention. I hope you got a lot out of this. I really do. And if you have any questions, feel free to email me. If you need to be trained, email me. I'll take care of that for you. I have plenty of ways to do it. We can do it online. I can send you information. We can do an email training. I can guide you through exercises any way you'd like to do it. We can do it. I am a NASM certified personal trainer, and I look to serve you and help you. But always remember, don't forget those other three dimensions. You have the physical, but you got the mental, emotional, and spiritual dimensions that are key to keeping you happy, safe, and fit in more ways than one. Once again, my name is Jim Burns. Thank you for listening to this podcast.